Welcome along to uh, the first podcast of a fresh week. Uh, can I ask you a question? Do you ever get a word mixed up with another word, but you thought that word was something else? Uh, Clunky question, I know. That's why I didn't ask it on air. Not off the top of my head. No, I don't think I do. I think I'm pretty clear on my words. I've got something rather wrong. Uh, so Natalie's had really bad hay fever today. OK. So I said, do you need me to get some Perinase on the way home? Right, so it's Pyroton. Exactly. What's Perinase? It turns out a mixture of piri piri sauce and mayonnaise. <laughs> you don't want to put that up your nose. Whatever you do, well, it might blow. It might clear things out. I don't know. But... Well, as people are about to hear during the course of this podcast that this is about to happen now, you do get the name of the animal that becomes chief suspect in our riddle. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to do a spoiler. But you do. I, I feel that you are not pronouncing the animal's name correctly. Let's jump straight into the podcast right now and come back to this at the end. I think we may have to. Absolute Radio, the Home Time Podcast. With Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Absolutely ready on a Monday night. Good to have your company. It is ten past four. I've never ever claimed to be up with the times, but I okay. learned something over the weekend that has blown my mind. I found out that you can customise McDonald's. How do you mean customise? I thought McDonald's was just McDonald's. No, 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 no. They've got so, their stuff and then you have it. Was in a McDonald's over the weekend and the kids said to me, why do you always have chicken legends? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cause I, I, don't, I don't care particularly for any of the burger makeups. And they're like, well, you can just customise them if you don't like the ingredients. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, you can't. And they went, yes, you can. I don't know why I'm making them sound like Kevin and Perry. <laughs> but, <laughs> But, you know, I found, I've only just found out over this weekend, just gone, that on the old touchscreen, when you go to McDonald's these days, you can hit customise on any of the burgers and remove stuff from the burger. Wow. You can even add the burger. I see, it I didn't blew know. blew my mind. I had no idea about this. I mean, for me, I always get a bit scared on those touchscreen things anyway. It, it proves that with this current generation and beyond, they're so, cl- like, used to touchscreens and tablets and stuff like that. They don't panic in that environment. They get very flustered yeah. on those. I'd rather go and speak to the person at the till rather than actually hit all the buttons. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't at the, I wouldn't at the till say, can I have a Big Mac, but take out the onion, take out the lettuce, take out the pickles and add some bacon and add some mayo. Is that what you would actually would do? Yeah, but that's what I did. Oh I customised a Big Mac. It's the first Big Mac I've ever had because I, I wouldn't want it. I wouldn't it's not want a Big that Mac. Stuff. That's not a Big Mac, though. <laughs> what have you done to it? <laughs> taken out all <laughs> onion, lettuce and pickles and I've added bacon and mayo. There you go. When the Andy Bush revolution happens, you'll be first against the wall with that kind of behaviour. Do you know, I want to set up a restaurant called No Changes where you have exactly what's on the menu and you can't swap anything. This, this, is, this is so endemic nowadays, this kind of behaviour. Changing things around. This is what I learnt over the weekend. The question is, what did you learn this weekend? Tell us, 8.12.15, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute Radio. And Richie Firth is tinkering around with a classic. <laughs> what do you, when you go to the screen to uh, amend it or customise it, is there like a little secret button you've got to hit? What's the process? I'd never noticed it before. See, this is it. I, I only learned over the weekend that you can customise your McDonald's order. So I clicked on a Big Mac for the first time in my life. Okay. And then, as pointed out to me by my son in this case, you can click on the button that says customise. Yeah. And then you can take out and add in what you want. Remove every single, like, strip the Big Mac of everything. <laughs> I, I did not. I only, I only took out the onion, the shredded lettuce and the pickles. Yeah. And I added bacon and mayo. 
it's become something else. Uh, Anthony in Tamworth says, on a similar note to Richie, I also learnt about the customisation and was able to add bacon to my double sausage and egg McMuffin. It's a game changer. Can I just say, at this point, this is not Gran Turismo. You're not like Chubb of tinkering around with a car here and <laughs> like souping stuff up and replacing the engine. These are these are tried and tested classics. You know what I mean? Ellen says, I'm, I learnt this weekend that I'm too old to stay out drinking until 3.45am. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. We're after specific weekend learnings. What did you learn yep. this weekend? If you learn it on Thursday, we're not interested. It doesn't count, no. Friday after work until last night. They're the parameters. For me, just to chuck two in very quickly, I learned a very cool way of... I thought I'd learned how to peel a banana before, but to peel a banana in an entirely different way. Really? So that my little daughter can eat it, yeah? So what you do is you uh, peel the banana normally, then you put your thumb at the very end of the banana and stick your thumb into it and it splits into three. I did not know that. Brilliant for babies to eat. That's incredible. And continuing the theme that my life is now completely ruled by babies, sat there watching Show Me, Show Me, the, the programme. If you're a parent, it's the programme that comes on first at 6am on CBeebies, so our little one's always up with it. Poi, the girl in it, yeah. in Show Me, Show Me, she's actually Poe in Teletubbies. I did not know that. Connection. We've all been learning this weekend, but what, what, have, what have you learned? If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Terry's just texted in, says, guys, you should be able to name and store your uh, amended burgers in the uh, McDonald's library, like Big Rich, for example, so that lazy people like Bush can send <laughs> select them from someone else's customised Big Macs. It's a great idea. Not in a million years. I am a purist with going to McDonald's. I'll just get a cheeseburger <laughs> if it's a cheeseburger or a Big Mac or if it's a Big Mac. We're not mucking around and crossing the streams here. Thanks, Terry, mate. Onion out, lettuce out, pickles out, bacon in, mayo in. It's the way forward. Richie out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned this weekend, but what did you learn? Your weekend learnings, please. 8, 12, 15. Uh, from uh, Graham, this one, having received a text from the wife saying, on my way home, please put jacket potato in the oven. I learned over the weekend, you have to stab it before putting it in the oven. Open the door, boom, potato all over kitchen. What well, it explodes if you don't stick your fork in it. According to Graham. That's I a, didn't know this. That's a scare story in an art, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It will explode. It's like an IED unless you stick a fork in it. Uh, we've got Jackie from the Cornbury Festival here saying, we've learned that earplugs are compulsory when sleeping at a festival, even though we camped in the supposed quiet camping zone, when the chap in the next tent continually snores for four consecutive nights. <laughs> wow. And Ricky says, I learned that toddler's swing ball and a slightly inebriated 42-year-old don't mix. Oh, dear. <laughs> Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Great to have you on board. This is Home Time with Bush and Richie. It's just gone half four. Lisa says, Richie, did you take out the special sauce uh, when you changed your Big Mac or did you have two sauces? I need to know this. No, you don't need to know this. This is not... I just want to just put this very, very clearly out there. This is not going to become a thing. You're meddling. He meddled with a Big Mac to the point where it's not a Big Mac anymore. It's not meddling. What I learned over the weekend is the ability to customise the order... a really, really big food provider, okay? If, if I'm behind you, oh, imagine I'm behind you there, you're on the screen customising. I wasn't holding anyone up. I'd literally put see, your headlock. See, <laughs> I absolutely promise you, it probably added maybe six seconds to the protest. Bosh, 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 done. Beautiful. And what you're doing, you're encouraging people like Darren, who's now piping up, saying, so you saying I can now get the much-missed double quarter pounder? 
This is not the, the dark web, all right? It's just ordering Big Macs and stuff. Keep it simple. You can add patties. Oh, dear, dear. So, so, yes, he can. Uh, Paula says, talking about learning over the weekend, I learned that if I forget a can of Pepsi in the freezer, it explodes, it's messy, and it scares the living daylights out of you. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Blows up a little bit like a jacket potato if you leave it in the oven without spiking it first. Maybe you have to spike the can. Uh, Paula, can you do that and get back to us? Uh, we've got Laura on the line. Laura, what did you learn this weekend? So I learned that I can build an eight-seater sofa patio set by myself whilst my boyfriend was at work. Wow, is this something you've been kind of badgering him to do and he's not done it, you thought, damn it, I'm just going to do it myself? No, I knew when it was being delivered that he wouldn't be around, so I thought, I'm not going to wait. I'm just going to crack on and do it myself. And Laura, (laughs) had he cast any aspersions on your ability to build it? Uh, He didn't, no. Okay, all right, well, that's fair. He was incredibly surprised. (laughs) Surprised? Uh, Were you annoyed by his surprise? Um... No, I feel like I am the more DIY-based uh, member of our relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and then has this, has this inspired you to take on other tasks that maybe at first you thought you wouldn't be able to do? Oh, not for a while now. I'm taking a break. <laughs> oh, there you go. Is that your DIY career done after one day? Yes. <laughs> time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Conditions apply. I need to apologise. I need to apologise to Paula. Uh, she's the lady who told us about the exploding Pepsi. Uh, she learned if you kept it in the freezer, mm. it would explode. I doubted her. I really did. Pictures come in. Wow. It's absolutely shredded her freezer. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Unbelievable. So think about that next time you put a... Would you ever normally put a can of Pepsi in the freezer? I don't know. I wouldn't for long term, no. But I might just to chill it quickly. But then sometimes you forget about it, don't you? Yeah, just say to other people, look what happened to Paula. Remember what happened to Paula. What have you learnt this weekend? I learnt you could customise a McDonald's menu. That was my learning. What did you learn? Uh, this should be interesting. Uh, we've got Paul on the line. He texted the show about 20 minutes ago saying he's learnt an amazing thing over the weekend about clicking your fingers. We've got him on the line now. Paul, what is it? Oh, you know when you click your fingers? <laughs> yeah, go on. Yeah, it's just that... Uh... The sound you make is the sound of your index finger hitting your palm. Mind blown. Right. So say that you learnt this weekend that the sound yeah. that you hear when you click your fingers is the sound of your yeah. finger hitting your palm. Yeah. <laughs> OK. Because, I mean, I thought that was pretty pretty obvious, Paul, that that's what it is. I don't know. My seven-year-old told me. <laughs> your seven-year-old told you? Yeah. Right, so you, didn't, you weren't aware of this from before? No, never heard it before. Have you checked that, Paul? Have I checked? It was. It's a bit difficult to. Well, because I'm looking, it's, I'm looking at the mechanics of my finger click right now, and that yeah. finger comes down onto a fairly fleshy bit of uh, thumb base. And yeah. I can't believe that would make that noise. I mean, if you try, it doesn't really work. Well, but are you are you able to click for us now, Paul? Give it a little go to see if it works for you. Oh, that's quite a substantial click. That's a cracking sound, that, Paul. we got a real talent there, mate. Cracking palms, that's what it is. <laughs> cracking palms. <laughs> My girl's mad at me. Absolute radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's the sound of Andy Bush enjoying uh, the first sip of today's <laughs> show squash of the week, uh, which is summer fruits with barley in every drop. It's lovely. I feel summertime. I want to play tennis with the jumper on my shoulders. It tastes in many ways like a melted ice lolly. It was also the sound of today's no-repeat guarantee coming to an end. <laughs> that was it. On Absolute Radio, which is probably more pertinent uh, with a bit of uh, snow patrol. Uh, on the way after five, we have the Absolute Radio 90s as uh, home time continues. Uh, in many ways, like a, is it a sommelier? Is that the word? Very much so, yeah. Squash sommelier. Uh, we will need to be picking some form of a squash for our early doors five-a-side football game mm. next week. Uh, what about that? We could pick the perfect squash for before the game at half-time and at the end as well. Great idea. Matching up with the different colour notes, that kind of thing. Uh, we've booked a leisure centre early doors for a group of people like us who life have got in the way and you can't play football anymore. You've had to hang up your five-a-side boots. But fear not, uh, Richie, I are coming to the rescue. Thank you for all your brilliant uh, uh, applications. A lot of people have applied to be part of either my team or Richie's team, but we need to get our house in order first. Uh, today is the day that we need to decide uh, what our team names are going to be for said five-a-side football game. And you guys have been very helpful. Uh, we've had many, many, many names uh, suggested uh, for for my team that uh, maybe uh, you'll be gracious enough for me to uh, announce first. Please announce first. Richie, what are you going to call your team? I would like team? to thank Eddie in Leeds, who, knowing my... Um, Penchant for trains. Yeah. Has suggested Railway Madrid. It's really good. That's <laughs> it's right. I really like. Right in his wheelhouse. Adds that little bit of continental flair to it as well. Railway Madrid with Richie Firth are going to be lining up then uh, across on the AstroTurf from my team. And I want to say a huge thank you to Glenn from my, my home county of Essex, who's come up with Bushier Dortmund. <laughs> So, kids are on the way, uh, names are logged in, uh, but uh, thank you to everyone who's got involved and said that they're up for playing. It's, it's next Wednesday morning. It's next Wednesday morning, 8am. I will be announcing who is part of those teams soon, so watch this space. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I need your help right now. It's been a very distressing weekend. Uh, it's been no secret. I've probably bored you to tears uh, with the fact that my pride and joy at the moment is my brand new lawn. Oh, yeah, funny you should say. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, that I had laid quite a few months ago right now. I've looked after it. I've cared for it. I've mown it. I've watered it. Not excessively when I should do. I fertilised it. It's been taken care of as if it's a child. Do you know what? To the point where uh, your wife Natalie posted a video on Instagram over the weekend where you were measuring how far out to put the sprinklers <laughs> to make sure they would cover the entire lawn. That's just how obsessed he is. It is a little bit like that. It is. It's gone too far. So imagine my distress when I woke up on Sunday morning and I open up the curtains and I look out and see a brown circle in the middle of my lawn. Oh my, what a brown, how big brown circle? I would say a circle that is the size of a saucer if you've gone having a lovely cup of, uh, cup of coffee, cup of tea somewhere in a nice hotel. Oh, blimey, someone's got a UFO, UFO type yeah, twister, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's awful. So I go out and I inspect it thinking, oh, is this some kind of like, you know, uh, patch that has come up because it's been quite dry, quite hot recently? Possibly. No, 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 no. This is a scorch mark from some kind of scoundrel that has been marking its scent. Oh, right, so it's kind of wee-wee based. It is indeed, yeah, it's yeah, It's a technical yeah. term, but yeah. yeah. It's a four-legged scorch mark, okay. if you see what I mean. So then I go on Google to see, you know, who's been doing this. I mean, it would be obvious to kind of think, oh, it must be a cat. Well, no, yeah. let me tell you about the cats in our, our, our neighbourhood. The two cats that live next door, I feed them 
when our neighbours are away. OK. OK, they like me. They wouldn't do that to my lawn. You're on first-name terms with the pair of them. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they know they need to like me and behave if they're going to get their food. Plus, I see them I see them walk along the end of the garden. They're, 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 they're habitual, aren't they? They are, yeah. They go and hide in places, cats, when they do stuff. The cat from a house further down, that only ever walks along the top of the fence. Right. So I'm ruling out... The cats. They've ruled out the investigation. Maybe cats. that's naive of me. So then I went online to Google. You know, Google's always got the answers. What animal would scorch turf when it marks its scent, shall we say? Who would scorch a turf like this? Yeah. Google says it's a coyote. Really? Yes. As in, like, the thing that he befriends in uh, Dances with Wolves and stuff like that? Yeah, as in, like, Wiley Coyote and, like, the Roadrunner, me, me, at me kind of things, oh yeah. Oh, my word, that is unbelievable. I mean, an animal that's got wee that actually burns through grass, that's pretty fun. It's literally like the alien in the movie Alien, isn't Tell it? Tell me about it. So that's pretty unbelievable. So how do you stop a coyote? The Ware Coyote. The Ware Coyote. Yeah. That's where I live. How are you saying coyote over there? Coyote. Coyote. <laughs> coyote. C-O-Y-O-T-E. Coyote. 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 If we're going to go to the press with this thing, we need to agree how it's said. <laughs> Either way, it's weighing on his lawn. Have you posted a photo? Can people see the picture? There is a picture of the scorch mark, um, which is, is is scorching Absolute Radio <laughs> socials as we speak. Check it out. Who's done it? How do I stop it? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Space and female of the species with their Andy Bush rated C plus song. Just, just work that out that that was the song you rated C. I mean, that's mad. Yeah, C plus. I like it. There you go. I've got a little grading system for all of the songs here on Absolute <laughs> Radio. Uh, it's Hometime Tom with Bush and Richie, it's a Monday, it's quarter past five, and we've got big problems on Richie's lawn. Uh, we do, it's a whodunit, there's a scorch mark in the middle of it, but it can't be the cats, it can't be the cats. I've been looking after this lawn so carefully, and when I Googled it, Google to find out what kind of animal would leave scorch marks like this, Google told me it's a coyote. That is, that's something else, that is, that's so, proper prairie, isn't it? How do you stop a coyote from entering your garden, or what is it? A uh, lot of suggestions coming in for what actually the stain could be. Do have a look on our Facebook page, because the picture of the stain is there. Stephen says, tiny spaceship. It is a perfect circle. It is a perfect circle. Who says that the people from different planets are all going to be our kind of size? They could be little tiny people. So, so Stephen is suggesting this is a little bit like the old crop circles. Yeah, the wear crop circle. <laughs> uh, Tink in Nottingham says the best way to stop a coyote is to paint the tunnel entrance onto your wall. Very good. <laughs> Alive and kicking on a Monday afternoon. Chris says it could be a burn from a focused reflection. Hey, You know, like sometimes with your watch, a cat will go crazy watching your watch reflection because you'll be talking in the sunshine and it'll flick around. Yep. It's like that, but maybe it's like come off like a mirror or something. You've got something shiny in the that garden. That doesn't make any sense because I was out in the garden on Saturday, scorch mark not there. Okay. Sunday, scorch mark there when I open the curtains. The mystery deepens, isn't it? So it's been it? scorched overnight, all right? It, it, it is really, really weird and it's annoyed me so much. So I do need your help. for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the hometime podcast with bush and richie so a scorch mark appears over the weekend in the precious lawn i've been cultivating for months and months now what animal has done this on a google check it tells me it's a coyote not the answer i was expecting wendy's just 
tweeted in to say, I think it was Bush. Jealousy is a bad thing. Look, I, I was over at Ritchie's when we burnt all those terrible signs and stencils. I was very impressed with the lawn and the garden. Thank you very much. I would never be one of those terrible CCTV um, red-eye overnight neighbours <laughs> caught on camera doing something dirty in the back lawn. Come that on. That night was very much a night of unity. That was not was. a night where you would have done something like that. Completely. Dan says maybe it was the werewolf. That's a great name for it. A dangerous beast that prowls the town, striking fear into the hearts of local residents. Legend says that if you discover the marker, urine burn on your lawn. Three days later, you'll be struck down with chronic diarrhoea. Google silver bullets. We need to get some silver bullets. <laughs> Paul Coombs says, get some Acme bird seed, which will attract the roadrunner. Coyote sees the roadrunner. Roadrunner runs away. Coyote chases said bird. Coyote gone. Meep, meep. <laughs> Paul's clearly having a very <laughs> slow day at work today. Stephen is one of many of you who have actually said something along this line and it's actually really quite surreal. Stephen says, get some ladies' tights and oh, cut... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. ..and cut the legs off. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. Then go to the local barbers or hairdressers and ask for all the hair sweepings off the floor. Fill the legs of the tights and tie up like sausages. <laughs> then, then place these around your boundary. Voila! No more foxes. Someone's going to have to unpick the uh, science on that for me. What, are they scared? What, scared of hair? Or what is it? Well, Andy then says, go to the barbers, collect cut hair and put it around the edge of the garden. No more foxes. He doesn't mention the tights. Yeah. But there appears to be, if it's a fox, which is basically a coyote, mm. there appears to be something about human hair. That is so weird. Like, I mean, you, you're, that garden's your pride and joy. You want to be able to relax in it. This is peak summer now. Yeah. You don't want everyone in the neighbourhood's hair. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got an Indian burial mound. Oh my god, it's like the shining. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. You've got the first type of sighting of the Ware Coyote. <laughs> it's it's not unbelievable. It really is. It's your amazing. house is going to turn into a tourist attraction. And you're now making your suggestions of how I can stop this from happening again. Obviously, uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, you'll know that my lawn is very dear to me. Uh, Jan and Gary say lion droppings put foxes off. But don't panic, you can buy special pellets on the internet. Lion droppings. Mm. That's a whole world of weird scent jiggery pokery that I had no and previous knowledge of. If you were a fox wandering along and you were like, hmm, lion, going to avoid that one. It's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. You'd be like, I'm not going to go down that way. No. Although, I mean, obviously we're getting closer maybe to some form of uh, ID on the actual animal and maybe some form of uh, prevention method for the future. We do still have quite a good bubbling of conspiracy Correct. theorists yeah. going on. If you want to send us in your conspiracy theory, 8, 12, 15, uh, they don't leave their name. They simply say, as an, ex uh, an explanation for what happened in your back garden, Richie, light refracted off Venus, causing a gas pocket explosion. <laughs> That's the text of the day so far. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. This is great news. Ten Weeks of Tickets continues, and all this week we're giving away tickets to see Liam Gallagher in Birmingham. All you need to do is take part in our world-famous competition called Who Claims Wins. And let's meet our first contestant, who's Adam. All right, Adam, where are you calling from? Hey, hey, I'm good. I'm calling from Red Hill. Go on, Adam, you are bubbly today. What's yeah. your secret? And Can we have a bit? Uh, lots of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> How many a day? How many? I can only do two, uh, max. Yeah, about well, normally about three. 
Wow. I like that though. Yeah. Sometimes with coffee, it's like you play this game when you're on the edge, and if I have one too many, I get a bit sweaty and scared. <laughs> That's it, and your heart starts beating out your chest, and you're, you're all over the place. You can hear voices and everything, the whole thing. You hear, <laughs> hear voices, don't you, Adam? I don't know what coffee you're drinking. I'll need some of that. <laughs> I'd say he sounds pumped and primed for who claims wins, though. He's up for it. Yeah. He's up for it, but let's just see if Julie is even more pumped. Julie, good to have you on. Where are you calling from? Hello there, I'm calling from Sheffield. All right, uh, have you had a good day at work so far today? Yeah, not too bad, um, I've just left, um, so yes, on my way home now, I'm just pulled in the car park at the moment. Okay, cool, and, and you know, there's Adam on the other line there, giving it all this, about being bubbly and having loads of coffees and poised. How are you feeling? Are you feeling confident, Julie? Um, a little bit, uh, not completely, but... I've just got to give it my best go. Hey, I love look, that. tortoise and hare. Tortoise exactly, and hare. lure him in with the low energy then to hit him with the, <laughs> with the answers. Right, OK, for both of you, here are the rules. We're going to give you a random topic. It's got many possible answers. Adam, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. Julie, you'll then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Adam. And whoever thinks they could claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that. And if they manage it, tickets are go-go. If they don't, tickets are no-no. No-no. How's it taken me ten weeks to get a cracking slogan like that? Well, T-shirt with tickets to go-go on the front, tickets to no-no on the back. <laughs> yeah, remind me of that tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so now we all know how to play. Let's play Who Claims Wins. Here we go then, Adam. How many comedies or tragedies by William Shakespeare do you think you can name in 30 seconds? And we will not accept any history plays. Uh, two. Two. Okay, two from Adam. Julie, do you think you could name more or do you want to challenge Adam to do the two? Um, I could name more. You can name more. How many? Um, I'd say five. five. Five from Julie. Adam, uh, do you reckon you can do more than five or are you going to challenge Julie? Adam. Adam, mate. Hi, sorry. That's all right. Five. Can you do more or are you going to challenge Julie? Uh, can't do more, no. So you're going to challenge Julie to do her five? Yeah. Right, Julie, five, you've got 30 seconds to name those five. Go for it. OK, Anthony and Cleopatra, Julius Caesar, Macbeth, King Lear, uh, Julio, uh, Romeo and Juliet, Orfello, um, um, Hamlet, um, King Lear. Uh, Coriolanus, Midnight Summer's Dream. Um, um, keep, keep going, Julie. Keep going. Get as many as you can. Uh, I don't know. I can think of any more. And time is up. Okay, so a lot of plays were named there. Tell me right back to my GCSE days. You remember when you used to read yeah. the introduction and hope I that would tell you what happened in it, so you didn't have to read it. We we're after comedies or tragedies. How many did you name, and how many were comedies or tragedy? You said five is what you could do. You did nine! Wow! Well done! Thank you. <laughs> there you go, hair and tortoise, Julie. Hair and tortoise. <laughs> yes, congratulations. <laughs> you are going to see Liam Gallagher live in Birmingham. Well done. Oh, that's absolutely fantastic. You know, um, I can thank my daughter for this because she's been doing GCSE uh, English lit. <laughs> oh, oh wow. brilliant. So it's kind of you've absorbed by osmosis a bit of uh, type of Shakespeare stuff. Yeah. He'd be delighted to hear it called stuff. He really (laughs) Shakespeare stuff. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Hey, in other news, uh, I was on the train home on Friday, and it's weird being like a, if you're, um, what would you call it? Not in uniform officer for the British Transport Social Police when you're in plain clothes. Plain clothes detective, yeah. And, you know, you feel like you're off duty, you don't want to make an arrest, and there was a woman in the carriage who kept receiving phone calls, even though it was the quiet carriage. They seem drawn to it, don't they? Yeah. And she kept getting phone calls. However, her ringtone was Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana. Yeah. So I kept, that's one of my favourite songs. I thought, actually, that's OK. So I put a thing on Twitter just saying, is this like, do a lot of people have kind of songs on their phones as ringtones? And I uncovered quite an unexpected angle. It seems to me, from some of the stuff I got in on Twitter over the weekend uh, that a lot of people have certain ringtones for specific people on their phones. <laughs> so you can assign them their own ring so you know that it's them and it seems to be quite an opportunity to have a little dig at the kind of person that they are. You've got to be so certain, though, if you're going to assign someone a specific ringtone... Oh, it's high risk. ...that they will never, through some set of circumstances, be there when that phone rings. Wouldn't you be mortified if, you know, you phone someone's phone and you know that you know, you're phoning their phone and it's like a, a really grim bit of music? Or, so, like, for <laughs> example, terrible. here are some of the things going on over the weekend. Ed Ward says, My missus doesn't find it very funny that for a while the ringtone for her was Metallica's Harvester of Sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Helen says, I have Muse and Hysteria as a ringtone for drama queens that I work with. That's good. So you people who go into a bit of a flap, Muse and, and Hysteria. Uh, Danny Smith says, various ones for different people. The one for my missus is Terrorvision Tequila. <laughs> so there's, there's definitely something going on there. It may be a thing. My daughter did have one for me, but it wasn't it wasn't like a song. Mm-hmm. She like downloaded just sort of like a sound. It was like the, like the siren, like a, a submarine makes when it's suddenly going on a dive. Like a klaxon. Like a wah, wah, dad calling. Oh, my word. It's just just what it said. It's it's a great announcement, but how are you feeling about that? She's literally got some warning where red lights go when you hit the deck. Consider I'm paying the contract for it. Quite insulted, actually. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Let's put your nose out of joint a little bit there. Victoria says, Stone Roses are on the resurrection for everyone, but my husband and kids who have Disco Down by Shed 7. You can even give people lovely songs. What about that? Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. If you call Dennis... Yes. You can have this. That'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> Dennis is on. <laughs> Bit of a dad joke. Uh, Blondie, it's, uh, it's Bush and Richie. It's home time. It's Absolute Radio Monday night. So do you have a specific song on your phone as a ringtone for a specific person for any kind of reason? It seems like this might be a bit of a thing, but no-one's probably willing to admit it outright because they get in trouble. Uh, Emma, very much the vanguard of this, says, uh, back in 2000 on the old Nokia 3310, Ooh. I had Waltzing Matilda as my ringtone for my boss, who was Australian, I'm yeah. Seven now, I just have a more boring standard ring. I love a bit of Aussie sledging. Good for you. <laughs> uh, this text says, my old boss on my phone is You Need Me, I Don't Need You by Ed Sheeran. Loving your work there. Uh, and this this little text has just come in now. I, I'm going to wager that this is where, if people have got a slightly derogatory ring tro- tone or sound for people, this is where most of it's going to be. Jamie says, I've got the Empire theme for Star Wars from my girlfriend Diane. <laughs> Imagine that if your other half calls in. What do, I do, it need, it, do you know it needn't even be that? Say, for example, is it Jamie and Diane, right? Yeah. yeah. So Jamie's lost his phone. Yeah. He says, Diane, I can't find my phone. Diane says, oh, I'll ring it for you. It rings, it's this. It's relationship over. End of the relationship. You can't do it, Jamie. You're, you're playing with fire. We're trying to help you guys out here. Absolute Radio.
If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Tom in Essex says, I have the number of the beast by Iron Maiden that plays when my sister phones me. <laughs> How outrageous. Uh, Susie is the next person to come clean. Susie, you've got a good one. So explain to us what it is, Susie. So it kind of sounds like... Getting the kind of picture, aren't you? It's the Jaws music. Yeah. Who's it for, though? My mother-in-law. Now, does your other half know that you have the Jaws music as her ringtone? He totally knows that. He totally knows that. And it just—it guarantees that neither of us pick up the phone by accident. So, yeah. What's her name, your mother-in-law? I can't tell you that. It'll be fine. Don't you worry. We, I tell you what, we won't say her name out loud, but we love the fact that you have the Jaws music. It's perfect. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Guns and Roses, uh, sweet child of mine on Home Time is Bush and Richie. Monday evening, uh, ringtones specific to people. Do you have one? Uh, Anthony's tweeted to say, I change the wives to every breath you take when I head for a couple down the pub. Oh, I love that. I love phone jokes. Isn't it a shame? I don't know if you can still do it these days, but one of my favourite phone jokes is changing the language on someone's mobile phone to Turkish. You can't do that anymore now, I've can you? I've never done that. I've never done Watching them try and get it back to to English was amazing. (laughs) But I don't know if you can do it anymore now. It's just times have changed, Richie. Because then I guess the menu is in another language. It's in Turkish. (laughs) And who can read Turkish at the best of times? Uh, so there you go on that. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway. <laughs> That's blown my mind. Uh, we have Claire on the line, uh, who has got a cartoon theme on her phone for her sister. Uh, Claire, please elaborate. What is it? It's Dogtanyan. Dogtanyan, my... the theme from the old cartoon? It is indeed, yeah. Um, my sister's 44, and I still play to her now, and she still gets upset over it. Oh, so with your sister's ringtone, when she calls you, what's her name? Uh, Jolene. Jolene, she calls you. You've got Dog Tanyan, one for all and all for one, as the call for her. Definitely, yes. <laughs> because she was really petrified. What was so scary about it? I, I remember it being quite a nice intro to a cartoon. A child, but she was absolutely terrified. As soon as the theme tune came on, she'd start crying and hide behind the sofa. I guess he does slice up a potato with his sword at the beginning, doesn't I'm, he? I'm just glad that you remember something else from it other than Milady the Cat, oh. which, which you have already <laughs> confirmed oh. with us on air that that is the cartoon that you fancied as a child. She was a beauty, Claire. She really was. Do you remember Milady? Yeah, she had that little reddish kind of hair, didn't she? Stop it, he can't, he can't talk about her during a show. Yeah, there's too much, there's too much now, Claire. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. So it's coyote, coyote, a coyote. Break it down into syllables. Coyote. What do you call it? I'm going to have to take my headphones off. I would call it a coyote. Why do you have to take your headphones off? Because I don't want to hear myself. Well, I wouldn't either if I said it that way. Eh? I wouldn't either if I said it that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's it's not spelt with a K, though. No, I know, but I think that's just how you say it's a coyote. Producer Adem, can you shout what you say? Coyote. 
Yes, he's, yeah, just I mean, he's from well. Harlow. He's, he's, he doesn't know what he's doing. Issues for him. You live ten minutes away from me. <laughs> yeah, in a different county in Hertfordshire, my friend. Um, it, it's C O Y Coy. I know, but it's not. It's not how you say it. I don't. B O Y Boy. All right. Yeah. You wouldn't call it. You call it a boy O T if it was begun with B. Boy O T. So you would. You wouldn't call it a bay O T. All right. Let's let the audience you decide. Wouldn't. Let's let the audience no, 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 decide. No, no, you don't need to do that because no, I've, just, I've just. I've just. I've just shown you by flipping one letter that I'm right. Listen. It's not called a bay O T. It would be a boy O T. K O T is how it's pronounced. <laughs> let's let's let the audience decide here. Hometimeabsolutelyradio.co.uk. Which way are you going on this? (laughs) 